You know, that Freddy Got Finger movie must really suck. This is 3,000 Miles to Graceland on Stinker Madness. Hello and welcome to the podcast called Stinker Madness. It's a podcast. It's called Stinker Madness. And it stars me, Justin. Thank you. Good night, everybody. <laughs> it's also got Sam and Jackie. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, brother. Thank you very much. Oh. I wish you both had left the building. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I got a microphone stuck to my face. All right, so we're going to start this one out before... We get into 3,000 Miles to Graceland. Uh, as I mentioned in the intro, Freddie Gottfinger won the Razzie for this. For all of this. the things that this was nominated again, for. Again, again, Freddie Gottfingered. It be Driven, which we've done an episode on mm-hmm. and was awful. Uh, it be Glitter, which we've done an episode <laughs> on and wasn't as bad as Driven. It's still pretty bad. It's really bad. Uh, it beat Pearl Harbor. Which I have no interest in doing an episode on. No, it's I, three and a half hours long. It's crap, though. Yeah, it's crap. And it'd be 3,000 miles to Graceland. Are we ever going to do a Freddy Got Fingered episode? Is anybody brave enough to do it? I don't know. At this point, the well in 2001 seems to be fairly poisoned. Oh, God. Just, I just, it's unfathomable. Like, if the world was going to end and we knew it was our last episode, maybe Freddy Got Fingered? Maybe. Fuck that. No. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> no, we are not doing that. Where he's got all those sausages hanging from the ceiling. He's like, Daddy, would you like some sausage? Daddy, would you like some sausages? Was easily the funniest part of the movie. I I haven't seen it. (laughs) So I just can't imagine because 3,000 Miles to Graceland stinks. It's a really bad movie. It's a terrible fucking film. I just, man. Was it worse than, which was better, Glitter or, or? I think I enjoyed Glitter more. Yeah. Glitter was probably a better movie. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And it's a real bad movie. It's a real bad movie. Oh man. Uh first let's uh let's get to the real thing. As you mentioned in your prelude, boring bullshit, that the closest city that you can figure or the furthest out city that you can figure, major city from three thousand miles to Graceland, closest to three thousand, is Calgary. Yeah. Now behind me is a map that the listeners can't see, but I'll put a link up to it, of the radius 3,000 miles from Graceland. It includes all of Canada, all of the United States, except for Alaska, parts of Greenland, bits of Brazil, the entire Falkland Islands, not the Falklands, the Caribbean Islands. So Fairbanks is the closest city? I the out, Outside of 3,000? Like, you got, have to go 3,000 miles to get to Graceland? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, Juno or uh, yeah, Juno or Anchorage is in that. Anchorage is in okay. That. Anchorage is yeah. closer, but they at no point go anywhere near three thousand. The furthest that they go is Mount Vernon, which is twenty three hundred and forty five miles away. Well, they not, did reference Jersey as being three thousand miles from Graceland. It is not not even. It's closer. And so they tried four times to make the movie explain itself. Because there's the that's where when they're in the restaurant at the beginning, right, Jackie? Yeah. And then at the end, you find out the boat's name was Graceland, so that 
maybe Vegas was, but it would still like, it's only about 1600 miles from the boat. It's not, no, at no point in time does anything line up. Nothing is ever 3000 miles from Graceland ever. And they try to make three different things that distance and it doesn't work. Title it something else. Don't like, oh, wow. What a, what a killer title. Well, I believe the working title was the, uh, Costner, uh, Russell Elvis boner. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and they didn't oh. want to put that on the <laughs> Costner Russell light that up Elvis in, boner. Light that up in the marquee. I think it's a better title because <laughs> three thousand miles to Graceland isn't that. Like, I understand why it's the title because somebody is just jerking themselves off because they thought of it, but it's not that good of a title. Bullet Storm along the way to Mount Vernon, Washington, is a better title and much more accurate. Or two thousand miles to Graceland. Yeah, yeah, you could do that. That would kind of right work. There. Yeah. Two dick bags and illegitimate and a whore. Yeah, yeah, you could do that. You could do that. Uh, let's talk about the dick bags. Kevin Costner and Kurt Russell. Couple of real dick bags. Uh, I'll go ahead and disclaim right now that I greatly prefer Kurt Russell to Kevin Costner. Uh, not just not in this movie because I don't like either of them, but just in life. So I'm always going to have a little bias towards Kurt Russell. Sure, I think he's cooler. Uh, he take this should take him down a couple pegs. It does. It does. But I've seen him in some pretty crappy movies before, but I've seen Kevin Costner in some pretty crappy movies before. Yeah, I think he's actually less tolerable in this one for me. Kurt Russell is? Yes. Over Costner. Well, Costner's just being an inexplainable, he's an inexplainable evil force. Huh. And he's goofy, and it's a little bit more, I can, I don't hate it as much. I feel like Kurt Russell is walking around as if he's the prettiest girl in the entire world throughout this whole fucking movie. Okay. It drives me crazy. All right. All right. Jackie, your thoughts. It drives Sam crazy sexually. Mm. No. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, you know, I didn't care or connect with any of the characters in this movie. I just, I just kind of wanted them all to die. Okay, let's focus on the main two. Oh, well, those two, I was... You got to pick one. Okay, so if I'm going to say I like one over the other, I'm going to say that... I actually like Kevin Costner better uh -huh. because he one. was a weird, unstable dickbag, evil dude. And I thought that he played it off well, mostly because that's his regular personality, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think he did okay. <laughs> Assumption. Hey, you know, got to make those sometimes on this podcast. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, shall we uh, go ahead and see who we think would be a good ba neighbor, bad neighbor? Starting with Kevin Costner. Is it Kevin Costner or As Tom Murphy? Tom Murphy, of course. Um, Dude, yeah. bad neighbor. He'd poison your fucking cat if he could. He would kill everybody near you. If he, your dog was barking, he would shoot it. He would go, here's some pie, and you'd have the pie. Like, this isn't very good. And he's like, that pie is made of your children. Other than Kurt Russell, actually other than the kid... Does he come in contact with anybody in this film that he does not either attempt to kill or kill? Jack. Howie Long's character. He really likes Jack That's for true. some reason. Okay, Howie Long. So, and he uh, sort of likes Ice-T just because he knows that Ice-T is a man that gets things done yeah, upside down. Sure. He is a couple of men, mm -hmm. <laughs> according to this movie, and then he gets his ass shot. Yeah, very stupidly. <laughs> oh my um, God, that was so awesome. So for the most part, you can bet... Your odds are good that he's going to attempt to kill you. If he, so, I would say bad neighbor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, Kurt Russell's character, whose name I have no fucking clue of. Mike. Mike. Yeah. Uh, slimy. Cheesy. Uh, probably bone your teenage daughter, given the opportunity. Absolutely. He's a wild card. At least you know what you get with Costner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're going to get with Mike. He's going to be the guy that comes over and be like, hey, can I borrow 20 bucks? And then he's going to stab your paper boy. And he <laughs> will hide uh, uh, crime-related stuff yeah. in your house. He'll stab the paper boy in your lawn and tell you to get rid of the body. Or he'll just stuff the paper boy's body in your attic. And then one day you're going to be like, man, it stinks in here. Stinks. God, what is that? And then the cops come and you go to prison. Sure. Because it's your paper boy in your house. Yep. Murdered with your kitchen knife and dressed up in your clothes. Yeah, you've been looking for your kitchen knife and your bathrobe for a while. Yeah. There's the rug. Why is he why is he wearing my bathrobe? Why'd you put his my underwear on him? That's just weird. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Uh both bad neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. So then you've got the rest of the cast. Courtney Cox has a pretty substantial role in this film as Mother of the Klepto. Mother of the Klepto. Oh, she, come on. She's raising him to be a grade A thief. Con artist type kid. Or is she raising him at all? No, it seems like he's had training. She's obviously not honest by no. the end of it. Right. And it seems like she's uh, she's trained him up real nice. Is she the worst mother ever? Well, no, because she's there. Mm-hmm. She's... You know, teaching them things. They're not good things. I don't think she's the worst mother ever. She's not cracked out. She's not drunk. She's not neglectful of him. She's not as bad as Rorschach's mom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rorschach's mom's pretty bad. Uh, well, she sucks. Oh, I yeah. Think. She's a real bad person. She looks good, though. Uh, yeah, she, I thought she looked good. She lo- she's a- She aged well, the the Courtney Cox. You would have, mm-hmm. in the mid-90s, you would have expected her to fall apart after Friends. Uh, I don't think she ever did. Uh, no. She's done well. Uh, her husband, David Arquette, is in this film. Sexy, charming, intelligent, funny David Arquette. Is that a different David Arquette that we don't know about? Uh, there better not be two. Because the David Arquette that I saw in this movie was a piece of shit that I wanted to die immediately. If the day that there is two David Arquettes is the sign of the apocalypse. Like, Damien can be like, Look at the fucking 666 on the back of my head. And I'll be like, yeah, whatever, Damien. That's just a birthmark. But two David Arquettes, I'm hopping a fucking spice freighter and headed towards Alderaan. Because it's Uh safer than Earth. He sucks. He does. He's the worst. He's not the worst. Is he not the worst? Apparently, Tom Green is the worst because he won the Yeah, but we only had to deal with Tom Green that one time. A couple of times. One time. I guess he's in that road trip movie. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Jesus, David Arquette, I just don't understand how anybody saw him and was like, ooh, oh, actor, whatever that is, <laughs> is what I want in my picture. I can't believe that he snagged a babe like Courtney Cox. And to be, he must have a really large wiener. I if was he's got say, a big dick, then, well, hey, buddy. <laughs> good job, pal. <laughs> David, the summer sausage Arquette. Uh, I, however think that he's the most tolerable guy in the Continental during that scene. I do not. 
Really? No, I think the black Actually, guy. Actually, no, Bukim Wigwagon is all basic. Well, let's he take him out lines. of it. He doesn't have any lines. Because he does, he's sort of the, he's the, the jewel of this uh, picture here. Now, I still Ex- say Christian Slater is more likable and endearing than David Arquette. All right. Yep. David Arquette steps out of the car and farts and goes, <laughs> like stupid fart. Not funny. Yeah. The, the, when you make a fart, not funny. He did it. He has done it. I would think that Costner. That's the worst you can do. And Russell could have made the fart less funny. I don't think so. Oh, they could. I, do, I don't think so. I like so. him better than those two. I think they would have had some sort of reaction like, oh, I wasn't supposed to do that. I am a bad guy. Whereas David Arquette is a fucking clown. He's a fucking clown. His character's a fucking clown. Sure. And he steps out of the car and makes a fart not funny. If you're a clown, your whole job is to be funny, which for the most part, clowns are not funny. But he made a fart not funny. That's the worst you can do. Christian Slater's better. Jackie, weigh in. I think that if Kevin Costner honestly would have made the fart, Mm -hmm. he would have been like, because I'm evil. Mm -hmm. And that's funny. Yeah, he would have crop dusted everybody and then shit his pants in the plane Uh and been like. (laughs) For the purpose of evil. That's funny. Yeah, and it would have not have been a fun laugh. It would have been a diabolical smell my shit laugh. Right. And that would have been funny. He would have had some timing behind him. He would have done it well. Mm-hmm. But David Arquette, I mean, it's just like, oh my God, maybe his colon will fall out and he'll just <laughs> fucking bleed to death right there. And I mean, there were so many opportunities where mm. he could have died before he did. And I was like, this is it. All right. Who, who's the worst in the Continental? It's... It's going to be David Arquette. All right, fine. Sorry, I man. think it was Costner, but whatever. I also think that that fart was not actually a joke that was in the script because the lines don't line up with it. Yeah. I think that they just, in post-production, were like, put a fart sound here. <laughs> it sucks. It sucks. And I've had I've had producers do that to me when I was editing stuff and be like, okay, oh. <laughs> here comes the laughs. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> We, I was making a short film once, and they were like, you should, right when he slaps her on the butt, make a fart sound. And I wanted to be like, because her ass is charged with farts. <laughs> her ass is so charged with farts that if you touch it, farts come she out. She stores the farts in her butt sheets. Yeah, it's, oh, but she I had to do it. That's it a whatever. bubble butt. It's it's fart bubbles. And so you slap it and it just yeah. That was the end. That was like the, the swan song of the picture was <laughs> credits. <laughs> Like, is... That actually sounds hilarious to me. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that bad. <laughs> uh, anything else we want to bring up before we dive into the meat and two bits? Yes, there is one thing that I didn't mention because we didn't have enough time in the point five. This is the first time in a movie that the website had a short film that promoted the lore. <laughs> and there was an animation. Oh, no. <laughs> There's an animation of a prequel that's a few minutes long that explains that they're both Elvis's sons. Okay. Well, I kind of, they get you there anyway, yeah, right? but they, they apparently didn't have enough time to do that in this movie. Instead, they needed 25 minutes of just weird editing and music video shots. Ugh. Oh, okay. Put it see, in the fucking movie. Yeah. Here's my weird deal is that I didn't get that Kevin Costner was Elvis's son. Oh, I totally did. He was the illegitimate and Tom, uh, Mike was, legitimately elvis's child the the two cops telegraph that to you yeah oh i didn't get that yeah i thought that they were saying that he was some crazy dude who thought he was elvis's son and that his claim got denied in court 
And he still was like, no, I am Elvis's son. And that's why he's such a bad dude. They're brothers and they both fell from the same fruit. But they're one's rotten and one's just milk toast. Bleh. But he's also rotten. I don't I don't know what the the metaphor that this film tries to make about these two two sides of the same coin. Of the same sperm. Yeah. Dumb. I don't know either. But it's odd that, that when we talk about how much went into this piece of shit mm-hmm. that they did that and it was the first time that there was ever a website prequel. That is an interesting in the history uh, of film, yeah. Yeah, fun fact. The film starts out in arguably the shittiest way imaginable metal cgi scorpions fighting each other in a death match set to butt fucking music and you should mention that one is silver uh-huh. and one is black which I think, means what i think that this is going to come into play later okay all right i mean i'm curious to see what you have to say because i can't really make a connection i know that it's brothers fighting like they're just fucking stuffing this down your throat already but I want to make a few points before we get into the metaphor. A, they look like garbage. These are not good-looking scorpions. You could hand-sell animate these and have them look better than the computer graphics here. Uh, and they, their design's stupid. They have smiley faces with sharp, pointy teeth inside of them. What the fuck is that? It's a jack-o'-lantern that went wrong. It's a jack-o'-lantern on the fucking face of a scorpion. I think if you had two large dildos and put them in an apple box mm-hmm. and shook them around, it would be better than this. I, have, I completely agree. And it had just a guy that narrates. Morgan Freeman stands next to it, looks at you and says, these, my friend, are scorpions. He would say, as, as you can see, the black one won because it's much bigger. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it sucks. Sure. The music sucks which uh just so you know it's filter off of their record title of record (laughs) yes uh because i bought it uh this again goes into that early 2000s shit ass fucking dick rock that sucks and is completely unlistenable now the whole movie is this we're las vegas and we're tough guys but shit what year was this supposed to be 2001 i guess yeah Oh. It's not like back in time or anything. Okay. Well, then I obviously did not get the costume picks for most of uh, Kevin Costner and Kurt Russell. They're really just douches. Yeah, they're really just douches. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Russell pulls in and runs over the victor. Thank God. That's over. Kind of. But it's not dead. Hmm. Okay. Uh, there's a kid at this, I guess it's like a hotel truck stop type motel it's the Earthside, last chance. Last yeah. chance diner stop. Yeah, the last. If you're leaving Las Vegas, that's your last stop, probably before Baker. Yeah. Okay. Baker, Oregon. I think it's on the border of California and Nevada's Baker's Field. No, just called Baker. There's a Baker, California. Yeah, it's not Baker City or Baker's Field. It's just Baker. Yeah. Okay. And he's a little klepto. He steals some parts off the car, and he. Gets chased by Kurt Russell. Come here, you little bastard, and runs into Courtney Cox, who's his mom, and she's got the ladies out for the world to see. Hey, stranger, you from these parts? No, no one is that comes around here, but uh, where are you headed, tough guy? 
To your butt. <laughs> to your butt. Pretty sure that's not how the conversation it actually went. Pretty much just how that conversation it goes. Kind of is. They have like three sentences of small talk, and then she's like, I'm not going to have sex with you. Then they have sex. They have. They, I think that they have butt sex. It doesn't really matter where the penis is at the point. It's it's such an angle that it's uncomfortable. It it would be a very it would if if it's vaginal sex that they are having because her feet are up by his head and he's on his back. So yes. she's doing the cowgirl, but she Wings. also is holding his ankles and leaning back. It's possible because it's roughly the same body angle as the infamous jackhammer, say. Uh, is she, just bear with me, in the filmmaker's mind, being a symbol of that stupid mud flap lady that's on the back of the truckers? I'm not sure. That's the position she's in. Maybe. Doing the Hollywood. There's no trucking in this movie. There's no trucking in this movie, but it's still got that tone of like, road is long and hard, and I got to get this shit to fucking <laughs> Mount Vernon. My road is long and hard, but my penis is only three quarters. Otherwise, this position wouldn't work. And it's bent in weird spots. Yeah, no, if you if you got a three-quarter hard-on, it seems like a normal hard-on if you're in this position, because it's bent all of a sudden, you know, it's, it's pointing at 3.30 on the clock. He's probably going to have a grumpy dick. If he has in full erection, it's... Maybe a trip to the hospital. It could be a trip to the hospital. Jackie, your thoughts? Um, <laughs> You're a doctor. <laughs> what, was, what do you have to say about this? I was honestly thinking, position? like, they he's got a bent dick. He, There's no way that he's still going with this. He's like, oh, God, my dick is bent. It kind of hurts, but I haven't had sex in a while, so I'm just going to roll with it. When she gets tired, then I'll get mine. I am mostly just jamming her butt bone. I'm not even sure if I'm inside of this woman at all. Her butt her her what's that called the coccyx is mashing my cox x huh uh it's the stupidest i have seen a lot of belly humping in my time in the softcore hey we're having sex but we're not having sex movies uh this is easily the most awkward sex position i've seen in any film and though i would say that the torso angle you know there's anatomical possibilities there in this scene, it seems like she's sitting in between his legs. So, unless he's got a magic penis, nothing's happening here. No, she's just happening. sort of bouncing around in between his legs. Well, afterwards, he offers to pay her. Like, hey, what do you what do you think? A twenty? She's like, the fuck. She's not the fuck enough though. Like, she's like, huh? Oh, you don't have to pay me. I'm a nice girl. I'm not like that. Shouldn't she be like, motherfucker? Here's. You know, a little uh, advice from the Sando in these situations mm-hmm. that I've gotten in. If you don't ask if you're going to, you just don't say anything. Yeah. If they want money, they're going to say something. They're, it's That's their job. Yeah, it's the, they'll ask you for money. Right. You got two options. She's a prostitute. She's not a prostitute. You're hoping she's not a prostitute. And now, Why would you offer to make her a prostitute? When... If she doesn't say anything beforehand and afterhand, she's like, oh, this is going to cost X amount. You're like, what? I didn't realize I thought you, you were loved a me. Well, good news. I'm a cat. And that gives you a really good bargaining position. You can really whittle them down at that point. When you say, I'm a cap. Oh, no. That's what you do if it starts to get violent. Mm. But if not, you just sort of like 
get them down to half price because they they screwed up. I you know? I, I don't know. I just you owe me thirty bucks. Oh really? Because I'm Detective John Stevens, NYPD Blue, and just say stupid stuff, and then make the gun in the pocket thing. Like, if it hey. was you, you'd like <laughs> you'd be like. I'm Detective Sturfin, and then you'd throw your wallet and hit her in the face. <laughs> <laughs> then she'd have a black eye, and you'd have to pay her full price. And my money. Yeah, and your money. <laughs> well, you have whatever you want now. Can I have the my license back? I need to go. Outside, Kevin Costner and his crew pull up, which consists of Christian Slater, David Arquette, and who? Bukim Woodbine. From such films as? I don't know. Okay. Uh, they're all partners, I guess. They're like, hey, what's up, pal? Good to see you. Uh, have they, have, do you think that Kurt Russell and Kevin Costner have worked together before? Yeah. It seems that way, yeah. They pulled a couple griffs in I their time. I think that their last job they did, Mike got pinched and Tom got away. Okay, all right. Do you think that they both know that they're Elvis's kids? No. I think Costner knows. Maybe. Maybe. That's why he sort of has a special spot for Mike, but at the same time, why he hates him because Mike was recognized in the lawsuit and he was not. Hmm. Okay. Well, they uh, all pile in the car and drive off to conduct some business. Uh, David Arquette, I have a note here, sucks worse than anyone. Oh, okay. So, uh, hmm. All right. I specifically yeah, I just, made a note. Okay. Uh, Costner gets real defensive of Elvis because they're like playing like, who's better, Frank Sinatra or the king? Well, They're having a boxing match between the two yeah, of them, and so, they say that Elvis falls. Yeah. Elvis is down. How dare you, son of a bitch? The king never goes down. Okay. Jesus Christ, man. It, I, I would agree. I don't agree with Costner's enthusiasm here, but wasn't Elvis like 6'3"? I don't know. And Sinatra was like 5'3"? Uh, let's find out. All right. Because uh, I, I here's feel what like, we're going to do. Sure. Because I don't like this movie, <laughs> uh, and I'm willing to talk about something else. Let's Let's put these two in a knife fight. Okay, I would. I'm just gonna say, as a boxing match in the rules of the movie, I just don't really feel like Sinatra's physique is enough to overwhelm the size of Elvis. And if he puts his hips into those punches, Sinatra's going down. Okay, Frank Sinatra was five eight. Okay, that's a lie. I don't know about that. And it says that Elvis Presley was six foot tall. That's correct. So I would I would put Elvis probably at close to six and. I would Sinatra's five five. No, I don't think so because no. Dean Martin is uh, not a short guy. Sammy Davis is a short guy. That's true. And you can see all of them on stage at one time, and Frank Sinatra's the tallest. Either way, five eight six foot. That's a six cents disadvantage. Uh, Joey Buttafuoco, not Joey Buttafuoco. Joey Buttafuoco. <laughs> now that's a short guy. Where zoomies? Uh, he Joey Bishop. He was a tall guy. He was six two. Okay. Uh, anyway. Six foot five eight is a really bad disadvantage. It's a pretty pretty serious disadvantage. Uh, so you're going to go with Elvis in a boxing match? Sure. And I think in their primes, like if they're, say, around circa 28 years old, mm-hmm. remember how thin Sinatra was when he was like 28? Oh, yeah. He was very skinny. He weighed a buck 20. Yeah. So he just has no chance. Okay. Jackie, you sticking with uh, that in a boxing match? Frank Sinatra? Yeah. Fr- Frank Sinatra versus Elvis in a boxing match. Yeah. Frank Sinatra. Really? He, he's really? a scrapper. He's a total scrapper. He, he would... always had other people do his dirty work. That son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think uh, he did that to keep his hands clean because he knew <laughs> that his pubic hairs would end now, up in the don't crime forget, scene. Hey, hey, hold on. Back up. This is a boxing match. We will get to the knife fight. 
Boxing match, Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Okay, I don't agree. I think Elvis wins in the boxing match. That's a no-brainer. Knife Link, fight. Length always goes. Knife fight, Sinatra. Sinatra probably is going to win the knife fight. The fucking dandy that Elvis is. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> we probably can't have a podcast of you just going. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop. Once I start, I can't stop. He'd be like trying to figure out how to use the knife, and Sinatra had already shibbed him about 13 times. Yeah. yeah. Like, it a- was a very good year. <laughs> very good knife. <laughs> oh, that jack knife. All right. Oh, okay. So, but I understand. He's a little protective of his pops, you know? But, uh. Oh, he's wannabe pops. It's, it's not one of, he is Elvis's I'm, son. I'm not convinced. Okay. I want a listener weigh in. They go to the hangar. Mm. Well, I think you're mm. going to be very outnumbered. Or the people like, do we have to watch the whole movie or can we just guess? Considering it's written in the script and the plot synopsis on IMDb, but. Uh, nope. I want a listener weigh in. Yeah. Oh, oh, hey, I went to IMDb. It says they're brothers. You lose, Jackie. Oh, I'm looking that up. Uh, go. They go to hangar. Jack's they, there. They meet Howie Long. This is the on-screen reunion of Christian Slater and Howie Long from Broken Arrow. Yeah, I've been waiting a long time for that one. Not for A, actually. Howie Long's a chopper pilot, and he's going to be their getaway guy. Sure. Okay. He brings them all guitar cases with guns. Yeah. Or guitar cases. We don't know what's in them yet. Yeah. We think they're guns. Kurt Russell, his character, goes back to Courtney Cox to get his wallet because it's missing. And uh, the little bastard stole it while they were boning, I guess. I don't know when, but uh, it's missing $20. He's like, hey, where's this $20? She's like, well, I don't have it, but I can think of other ways to pay you back. This time she pays him in vagina, though. Yep. (laughs) And he pays her with a Snickers bar so she doesn't get grumpy later. He gives her a Snickers bar? And she thinks it's magical. She thinks it's romance. Romantic? Like. What a guy. He doesn't say goodbye. He doesn't kiss her on the temple or anything. Oh, he wisps her hair and puts a Snickers bar next to her face. He just puts a Snickers bar next to her face and bails. Yep. See you around, kid. All right, Toots. Here's a candy bar. Now, every time you think of me, you'll. Think of caramel nougat. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully you've got good teeth. There's a lot of peanuts in that bar. <laughs> well, she's had some nuts in her mouth once or twice Ooh. in the last couple of days. So maybe that's what it is. <laughs> some symbolism. Put some nuts in your mouth. Yeah. Think of me. Uh, he suits up as Elvis and goes into Vegas and finds uh, the other crew there. Oh, wait. You cannot miss this line. Time to go to work, baby. Time to go to work, baby. Go ahead, Sam. Oh, I was. This was costume time. No, so no, I not yet. Hear your, I want to hear your. Well, I've already said that Kurt Russell is acting like he's the. Oh my! God. Time to go to work, baby. Time to go to work, baby. Right. I think Sam won. Yeah, I think so I too. I can do Elvis all right, even though he was a total <laughs> fuck nut about it. <laughs> what? Huh? What? He <laughs> David Arquette it out. So yeah, they're all there, and they're all dressed up as Ev- Elvis. Including David Arquette, Christian Slater, and a guy from movies that we don't know. Bukim Woodbine. Yeah. They all have... I want to talk about the costumes. Okay, go ahead. Because they all have um, a version of the jumpsuit. Right. The uh, 70s Elvis, not 50s or 60s Elvis. Rhinestone, Elvis, I'm about to die on the toilet, Elvis in Hawaii, uh... 
Elvis so, in Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. First off, David Arquette is in navy blue with gold. Okay. And he's got his sky blue scarf on, and he looks like a transvestite. He does, sure. indeed. Uh huh. I could go for that. And uh, then we have Christian Slater, mm-hmm. and he's in red, which mm-hmm. immediately immediately makes you think of Star Trek: The Red Shirt. So I was pretty sure he was going to die first. Good call. All right. And then you've got the black guy who didn't put that much effort into his jumpsuit. He has significantly less rhinestones in his, mostly on the shoulder area. Yes. But they've all got a faggoty scarf. Okay. They do. Um, Luke Woodbine's wearing yellow as well, so he looks yeah. like a banana. I thought he and looked like he was going to jump out of an airplane. He did look like, like that. Like that's what you would wear when you have a parachute on your back and go, ah! The flying squirrel look yep. is what I'm going to call the black guy. Okay. And then we've got Kurt Russell, mm-hmm. who is obviously the good guy in this film because he's dressed in white. Sure. And they put significantly more time into his costume with Absolutely. the rhinestoning and right. stuff. And his belt kicks ass. Uh, although his pants are lacking compared to Christian Slater and uh, David Arquette, they both have shit on their pants. And there's no, there's nothing on Kurt Russell's pants that if I can remember. I was to wear one of these jumpsuits and required sequins, I would just draw arrows pointing to my balls. <laughs> Sequence like bling, 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 bling. Stick, stick some LEDs in mm-hmm. there. <laughs> yep. Be very Vegas. <laughs> Balls here. And then just in case everyone needs to you just have a no entry on the butt. Right, of course. So that there's not any confusion. I, it's not even like it's not even like, hey. Dick and balls, it would just be balls. Yeah. Like on my kneecaps, I would write ball, <laughs> ball, and then arrow. <laughs> <laughs> and then anyway, let's get back to my costume. Okay, sorry. And then you have Kevin Costner, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And he's got all black, and he's got the most majestic cape out of all of them. Yes, indeed. Uh, with the gold underlining and everything. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. just looks like, okay, if I had to pick one, I'm saying Kevin Costner's. Elvis outfit was much better than anybody else's. If he was a superhero, his cape is going to get him killed. It's yeah. that, that majestic of a cape. However, yeah. I felt like he took some liberties because he's got like the silk flamey shirt on. No, mm. he's just got a silk um, bandana thing. Or no, he's got a silk scarf oh, like no, everybody looks else. Good. You're right. That is a better Elvis. I, I don't hate Kurt Russell's, but yeah, Costner's Elvis costume is way better. Oh yeah. It's like he took his like the costume designers got done. And then he took it and he was like, fuck that. Kurt Russell has this many gemstones on his. And he took it back into his trailer and bedazzled it himself. It's like, and it he did look, a damn fine job. Yeah, the vest has, like, it's almost like the grill of a car made out of gold beads. Yeah. It's with, impressive. With a few colors put in there, you know. I, to, actually, I want that costume for myself. I would wear that. I think the best part about his costume, though, is that it's cut so low in the front that he's really puffed up his chest hair. You know, so that you can see he is a man. He's Sam. every bit of. If you want twenty-eight ounces of man, here it is. Yeah, his name's Kevin Costner. But they're but they're all wearing the cheap ass plastic sunglasses that you get from the dollar store. Of course, when you're hungover the next day mm-hmm. at, in Vegas and you can't find yours because they're probably up somebody's butt. I'm surprised they don't have those whale bones. You know that everybody. Gets in Vegas like, woo, we're party kids on the street, and they got a whalebone filled the, with vodka. The, the rob me beverage. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Push me down a hill, bum. Uh, make love to my butt, and then take my money. Yes, right. exactly. Nothing like getting beat up by a bum in Vegas. Okay, we have to move on. I'm just saying. What, what did you guys think? Who had the better Elvis costume? Uh, Costner. Costner's yeah. was the best. All right, just checking. 
because I am the head costume authority. I wouldn't, I mean, I, I would think after three years that I have taught you guys enough about costumes to recognize the best one. And well, uh, this also, is... he's got real sideburns, not fake sideburns. So it, it adds cred. Yeah, well, that's a, he has the best sideburns. That's Kurt Russell's sideburns are meh. Yeah. Costner's yeah. sideburns are fucking badass. Yeah. Uh, it's Elvis Impersonator Week in Vegas. So, it's hey, a, they fit in. It's the Elvis Convention. Mm-hmm. International Elvis Convention. Everybody from everywhere is there. Yep. And they have some fancy pants. This is another costume clip here. Mm-hmm. They have the dancers on the stage. Right. And at first, they're the traditional ones, right? With the sequin hat, with the feathers. And they've got the feathers on their butt. And they've mm-hmm. got the little bikinis on. That looks great. And then... As the scenes are progressing, the costume ladies get less and less fabulous. Like, after a while, they're just wearing the sequin bikinis. It's like, okay, these people are tired. Just go give your bikini to XYZ, and she'll come out and dance for a little bit. Nice. But they can't. No, I'm not giving you my fucking hat because I'm in the A group, and you're the (laughs) fucking B squad. Yeah. So you don't get no goddamn hat. You wear your hair however you want, but you're not wearing my fucking hat. When you're a lady and you're one of those dancers or... What are they called? Showgirls. Showgirls. Yeah, showgirls. Uh, shouldn't the shouldn't it be reversed? Like, shouldn't the A squad be the worst, and like the double D squad be the best? <laughs> <laughs> the A cup squad. I'm tired. Bring in the C cup. I think there's you know they you know it's the double D squad's actually called the finishers. <laughs> <laughs> Bring out the finishers. Okay, so it gets it should get better as time goes on. Yeah, end it with a bang. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, that's that's called prostitution, Jackie. And that's not legal in the state of Nevada, except for in certain spots. Yes, it is legal in Nevada. Not everywhere. You just have to register as a prostitute it's and get an legal. HIV test every yeah, once in a not, while. It's not legal, per in se, Vegas. in Vegas. Even though it's everywhere. Even though it's everywhere. That's dumb. Uh, it is dumb. They go into a casino. Uh, is Do I hear later that this is the Riviera? Yeah. I think it's the Riviera, yeah. Uh, Riviera's been torn down. Right? Sure. It doesn't exist anymore, I don't think. I don't think so. No. I think that I the wind is over the top of where the Riviera used to be. No, in 2001, the wind would have already been up by then. Okay. Uh, Sahara would have gone down by then. Or no, not by then. Sahara's down now. Uh, the Sands is down. Sands is down, but post this, I think the Sands was still there in 2001. I wonder if the Riviera is still up. I, the Riviera might still be there. Might still be there, because it's on Fremont, isn't it? Uh, no. Hmm. It's not. The Sands was the end of Fremont. Hmm. And then the Fremont is uh, Golden Nugget, Bailey, Barnaby's, uh, Fitzgerald's. Probably my favorite place in the world. And something else. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Anyways, they go in and uh, go upstairs. I don't... Okay. The Riviera operated Mm -hmm. from April of 1955 to May of 2015. Oh, just Just went down. I'll be damned. So they're pulling a job. They're going to break into the uh, vault and uh, just walk out with the cash. It's a very much less complicated plan than, say, Ocean's Eleven. Sure. Uh, you're not going to end up in any type of Barney. You don't need 11 guys to pull an old switcheroo and pretend one's a Nevada gaming commissioner. And yeah. uh, one guy be handsome and eat food constantly, and the other guy shake his head Which continually one are we talking and just about? wonder about Julia Roberts. Brad Pitt. Oh. Oh, okay, he so not the food. first Ocean Eleven. He Lemon. never, he eats food in every scene in that movie. Next time we watch that movie, okay. I don't every think I've ever thing. seen it. Guess what we're doing tonight, Jackie? 
I, I don't I think I've seen them. any of them. I knew that they were really popular, but I've never about, watched any no, of them. The first one's the only one worth bothering. Oh no, they're all good. I don't like the second two. The the original's pretty tough though. Yeah, with Sinatra. Uh, oh yeah, that that's a piece of shit. It's I, there's some points that make it kind of worth watching, like. Mm. Uh, the Teamsters being motivated by a, a tap dance by Sammy we, Davis. We can't Jr. talk about Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> well, it's a very similar plot line. Not really. They're both robbing a hotel. Yeah, hey, hey, right. this turd, we sat and watched this thing. Oh, by the way, fuck you, Sam. Two hours and five minutes. Yeah, I know. Well, we, you, you broke the two-hour rule. You're just as bad my, as Justin. My movie was much better than this one. Oh, yeah. I think uh, that I was okay. a little slightly no. more entertained with 3,000 Miles of Graceland. Oh. Okay. Uh, so they're going to rob this place, and they spray out the cameras. This is this is how complex they get. They spray paint the security cameras black so they oh, can't see. But don't forget, they do it with an Elvis move. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, uh, Kurt Russell's rigging the elevator so that the, to bypass the security override so that they can just hit the button, go wherever they want. Security can't be like, boop, nope, you're not going where you want. Yeah, they would have We're going to send you to the cop floor once they see the vault has been compromised they're gonna lock the elevators floor 27 cops and housewares gift shop pizza (laughs) it's where all the restaurants are and the fbi get the fuck out i don't know how elevator attendants talk but they break into the vault fairly easily like, they just spray some, what I'm to infer is CO2. They turn the WD-40 can upside down and spray some cold stuff into the lock and then kind of use a shitty version of that guy's uh, cow killer from No Country yeah, for Old Men. it seems like it's a, this isn't even the same thing. That's a pneumatic. This looks like it. it's a lock breaker that's fired with a, a round out of a gun. That's stupider. It's. Yeah, but that's what that's what it is. Okay, but then it gets even dumber mm-hmm. because when they get to the second lock, once they get in there, right, and mm-hmm. they've got everybody down, uh, and they go to the safe, then it's not even the sweet cow gun thing. It's a fucking Phillips head screwdriver hand dremel that they're like shoving into the lock, right? And then yeah. it opens it. I'm like, that's probably not realistic. It made a gun sound too. I'm surprised that the Riviera made it another 15 years after this movie with their types of security. They should have been robbed every day. This is not good security you got here, guys. No. <laughs> you can break into the Riviera with a can of computer dust cleaner and a screwdriver. We find out later that they jack $3.2 million out of this vault. They don't even clean the thing out. They don't even clean the thing thing out. It's just a bag full of $3.2 million, which if, if you know... It, Hollywood and uh, hearing historical films about, or films, uh, things about robbing things. Never go for all the money. You got a time limit. Get as much as you can. Get out. Yeah. That's how you do it. Fine. They're not in there for very long. They're not in there for very long, but still, you got to have better security for $3.2 million. That's a fuck ton of money in Well, there's probably $10 million in there. They're only getting um, hundreds and fifties, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So... That's the yeah. I mean, there's if they got to cover the floor though. The Riviera is pretty pretty big. They take three point two. There's probably fifty million dollars down. I there. think there's fifty million dollars at least yeah. on any given night. You got to know that shit when you go into a place. You got to so, you got to plan, man. These guys don't plan. They just go in. They're idiots. So here's the deal. What I'm if not Lumis the Fargo's just showed up and took all the fucking cash? Go ahead, Jackie. I'm not the only one who has Googled how much is three point two million dollars weigh. It oh, came okay. up in, on the Google searches right. and automatic. So 
if there were 490 notes in a pound, mm-hmm. and if you used $100 bills, mm-hmm. it would weigh 2,040 pounds and eight ounces. Holy shit. Now, using $100 bills, if it's all just 100s, uh-huh. right? Uh huh. It's 20.4 pounds. Which is the That's... least that it could weigh. Right. Then their 50s and 100s mix looks all right to me. Then. Okay, all right. So, I mean, if they have both, you got to think it's probably about a 50 pound bag. Probably a 50 it pound bag. It looks like it's about a 50 pound bag. Yeah, I'll go with that. All so right. I'm thinking they're they're not that money's light. Yeah. I mean Yeah, okay, all right. Table table that for a little while. Uh they rob the place and they uh get downstairs, everybody, and they get spotted by security and security guards come and they're like, they're not shooting the place up yet, like freeze, motherfucker, because there's plenty of people, old ladies drinking their uh vodka crayons. And playing the slot machines everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't have a shoot 'em up right there, which I kind of appreciated in the film. Well, I the do. main old lady that's in these shots, too, is the same one that was in uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation as the old lady who brings the cat wrapped in a box. Hmm. Rusty's grandma. Oh, okay. How about that? Yeah. Well, it, does, it's, it doesn't end that way. Well, there's one fucking doofus. There's security always guard one fucking doofus. It's not paying attention. He mm-hmm. sees him as oh, hi. That's how uh, that's how Ruby Ridge went down. Yeah. That's how Waco went down. There's always one fucking doofus. The guy Shoot! that turns around, sees some Elvises that have guns in a bag, and just automatically assumes because he hasn't been paying attention to anything. Mm-hmm. This guy would have to know nothing. He just turns around and starts shooting. Right. What a jackass! Hey, you're dead. Maybe maybe he just got on shift and he just got his um little cruiser machine yeah and he you know he just checked it out from the cruiser machine area cruiser machine and you know he just finished taking a dump put on his uniform got his cruiser machine he's going to where he needs to be and then uh you know he's like hey and then they just shoot him great good shot he's dead what happens to the cruiser machine? what is the cruiser machine (laughs) i don't know what that was it i Hmm. it was like some orange thing that he was like kind of standing on it was way too big and he was just kind of pushing it around like it was a Segway, but it was a very not awesome Segway. I don't remember this thing at all. This is a different film that you're talking about. <laughs> no. Nope. That nope. guy walks up, says freeze, and they blow him away. No, he was on some kind of weird orange Segway. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, lots of cops die. This is Thus starts the worst tragedy in the history of Las Vegas. This shootout. Yeah, I would say. This, I, I'm thinking 50 innocents get killed in this thing. I, it's a lot. So, I I would I would wager a little bit more. I mean, there was a lot of bullets going no, everywhere. He's saying innocence. Yeah, they, I'm saying that's more not than including that. cops. Yeah, cops, I'm saying more than that. I think that there's a hundred bodies that go. So down. you're saying seventy five civvies? What are we talking about here? Yeah, I'm th- I'm thinking more like seventy five to a hundred. Yeah. Wow, there's a lot of bullets that would fly past the view that we can see through the other rows of slot machines and into the people behind them. Uh, some guy was just about to crap out. He gets killed. Uh, the re- everybody's like, "Thank God," because that guy was fucking cooling off this table. <laughs> Let him ride. <laughs> <laughs> when you're on a hot streak, do you stop for shootouts? <laughs> I think you look around, and if you see that the guy's not watching, you just grab a bunch of chips and take off. Hey, look at that. Snake eyes. What I a deal. And again, all of this is mine now. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> yeah, so at this point, are you willing to risk it to get to get some monies? 
you know, crawl up to a table that's been shot up mm-hmm. to get the chips. Yeah, I would. I, I think I would. I would totally. Uh, many cops die, and many people die, <laughs> to the tune of crappy editing and slow motion. As awesome as we just made the shootout sound, it is not awesome. It sucks. No, the editor does a very poor job in this movie. It is. It's a early 2000s music video accompanied to the sounds of a shootout. Yeah. Very it bad. blows. And some of the better shots that they had for this scene was of Kevin Costner's cape slash arm with a gun. Like, not necessarily his face even. It was the outfit making a gun scene. They did a post-production bullet hit on his cape. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, the black guy gets shot in the elevator. Lukey Woodbine. Yeah, he gets shot in what so looks like his face. A guy, another freelancer. So we got security guard one who starts this thing, and then cop one who shows up and is like, freeze police after he gets four rounds already out of his gun, uh-huh. and then runs up and puts his hand in the elevator mm-hmm. while shooting. Like, that's going to fucking help anything. Thus shooting him right in the face. He gets shot in the face. That's what it appears. The elevator malfunctions and the doors don't open back up because that's what's supposed to happen. Right. But uh, well, either he, way, they kill him. So it was like, good job, buddy. You're dead. You're yeah. And he dead. didn't twist his wrist at all. So he was just only going to hit the one dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. You got to go. Whatever. Now, if you're going to do that, you better have a hand grenade. <laughs> yeah. Well, either way, they escape on the roof via chopper. Howie Long shows up, picks him up. Uh, Yuki Woodbine. Bukim Woodbine. Bukim Woodbine. Uh, he dies mid-flight. So they chuck his ass out. Fucking ditch him. They needed to show him hitting the ground. Yeah, where or something. was that? You couldn't really infer where they chucked him out. Like, I would think it would be over Tahoe Lake, but this movie's so dumb that it could have been right in this fucking, like, down onto the peoples. Yeah, on the strip, it hits the ground. Six and people died. An old guy looks up and goes, he died the way he lived, falling through the air. I think he landed at the Paris, and he got stabbed in the back by the top of the Eiffel Tower. And then just slides down slowly. Yeah, until eventually his body just breaks off into two pieces and splatters. Or or on the front of that uh, roller coaster that's at the top of the Space Needle. like just You're like, woo! And you, then splat. You realize that Bukim you're going to make it. You had the... You ate the whole burrito. You're going to make it through without barfing. (laughs) And then a person hits it and splatters everywhere. You remember RoboCop? Vomit everywhere. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So they all go back to Courtney Cox's motel or whoever's motel. I don't fucking know. The last chance in. And the kid's in there pretending to fucking shave. He's like, oh, crap. So he hides real quick while they come in. And they count the money. $3.2 $3.2 million, and they want to. Costner wants to split it five ways, which is fine. I appreciate him going by the deal. Like, sure. Now that there's only four of us left alive, we could split it four ways, but hey, we promised that guy we'd split it five ways after Howie Long's 10% take. Uh, what does Kevin Costner intend to do with the. Say through uh, six hundred thousand dollars. He this says it's his. It, he's gonna take it. Yeah, I don't know. A deal is a deal, and that guy's dead, and now it's mine. Well, the whole thing doesn't make sense because he says after they have this argument, 
we have to take this to the cleaners to get 70 cents on the dollar. You got to split it up later because it's not even clean yet. Right. And other bad math. They're like, oh, hey, less Jack's 10%. And it's like, that seems a lot for a helicopter ride. And he's like, 20,000 isn't that much for. No, I'm sorry. 10% of that is $320,000. Um, dear. Dear. What? I just don't. It seems doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. Anyways, there's a, a standoff about it, and Christian, Christian Slater's like, hey, buddy, oh, yeah, well, I got my gun out. Costner's like, nope, this is how we're going to do it. Uh, we're going to follow a plan. Uh, we're going to go up north to Twin Falls, Idaho, just down the road from our Twin place. Falls, yeah. Uh, then they're going to split up in Canada and go about their separate ways from there after they cross the border, because if one of them gets nabbed, then they're all taking the heat. So sure. at least if they're working together, then they can shoot the guy that's about to get nabbed i don't know we're all getting nabbed at the same time whatever just get in the car don't even stop at the hotel yeah no shit drive have a switch you have a vehicle switch Uh uh and you go to twin falls you go to the fucking fence yeah and then i think you can split up because what the fuck just okay well if you get pinched whatever i'm in fucking australia by the time that happens no you gotta if there's gonna be a, a split up after cleaners then Nobody trusts anybody. If this is a crew that works together, it's like heat. They just do the job. They split. They all get paid later, right? It's going to take you four hours to get to your fucking boat from Twin Falls, Idaho. Well, actually, 10 hours. 10 hours. You think that Christian Slater's going to get fucking pinched before then? He's Doesn't just going to go take a nap. Once the money's clean, you are all go your own you ways. You all go your own way. But you got to get to Twin Falls you gotta, first. You t- yes, you do have to do that. All right, so eventually... Christian Slater backs off and he's like, oh, hey, whatever, fine. It's cool. But God, why you got to be such a dick about things? Kevin Costner's like, well, I'll show you fucking dick. Uh, this is the golden rule. Whoever's got the nickel plate makes the rules. Blam, blam, blam. Motherfucker. Shoots him in the leg because his gun has a silencer. Yeah. So Christian Slater's dead. David Arquette's sore about it. Yeah. Hey, what'd you do that, man? What are we going to do now? Yeah, we're going to split it now, Kevin Costner. You're going to shoot me? Bam. Uh, you're dead, Kevin. So David Arquette. They load him up into the kind of carpet and mm-hmm. take him out to the desert. Kid sees it all. Uh, here's the thing. Does it just fucking leave him there and go? Yeah. It's not. Oh, they were here. Hey. Uh, this is actually a bad spot to be because that's like on the West End. One of the things that the movie doesn't recognize is that one of the finest freeway systems in the world in the United States of America is in between twin falls and Las Vegas, Nevada. Sure. It's not a two lane highway. No, it's like fucking five lanes on either side. Sometimes. Yep. Anyways, they, uh, hide the money in the attic and, uh, they take the body to an abandoned building where Kevin Costner kills the other two, Kurt Russell and, uh, David Arquette. Yep. Then he wrecks the car. <laughs> Drives into a coyote. <laughs> what? Which causes him to like vroom, off a cliff and explode. If you hit an animal, what you need to do is mash the gas and just start turning both directions uh-huh. as hard as you can. Until you crash the car off the side of the road and embankment into a cactus. In the, it was like a Joshua or a eucalyptus tree stopped him or something. Or not a eucalyptus, a creosote bush. Mm-hmm. It's a bush. Yeah. It doesn't even stop a car. And not fucking, to mention, this is a 59 Cadillac. Is, uh, not a million bushes could stop a nope. car that weighs 8,000 pounds. 
Ah, it turns out it didn't kill Kurt Russell. He was wearing a bulletproof vest. What a deal. And now Kurt Russell makes it back to the hotel on foot. Hitchhikes. He gets, gets picked up by that dude. Fine. Yeah. He has to walk some portion of the trip and hitches the rest of the way. Yep. Kevin Costner is in a perfectly operating vehicle that has no damage to it. Yep. None whatsoever. Not even a dent from the coyote. Just a little bit of blood on the bumper and some hair stuffed in it. And he has been unconscious for however long this has been. Like, this ten could be hours. He's I, unconscious for 10 hours. I think he's got fucking problems. I think he got pinched by the cops who were looking for him. Yes, indeed. Hey, what are these tire tracks? Hey, it's that car we've been looking for. Somebody, you know, the highway patrol's like, oh, shit, another drunkard. Wait a second. That drunkard's an Elvis. Hey. He's got guns. He's under arrest. Either way, he's under arrest for crashing a car. Either way. Uh, money's gone. It's been nabbed by the kid. And so he goes over next door and is like, hey, Courtney Cox, your fucking kid took my money. No, he didn't. Oh, yeah? What's this? Oh, shit. And now we can address the weight of the money problem. Kid can't get 50 pounds in the attic. Kid can't get 50 pounds of money in the attic. The like they had hid the money in the attic before they left the hotel. But it, but I still don't... I'm with no, you. No, that was in their room. Right. But if the kid just goes up into the crawl space and the crawl space is open, right? Well, it doesn't maybe, have yeah, the so different connected. rooms. Okay. Even with that... Uh-huh. I don't think that kid could have drug a 50-pound bag. Awkwardly over through Joyce's. I also don't think that you can have a shootout in the same manner with 50 pounds slung over your back. Not without being like Schwaz or Stallone. Christian Slater, not a chance. No. <laughs> no. He falls over backwards and is easily arrested at that point. Yeah. Okay. He's like, they all escape. Where's the money? And Christian Slater's still back 18 feet from the vault, dragging it. Help me. Help me. Man, this bag is really heavy. Is that your bag? I don't even know what's going on here. Uh, so Kurt Russell pays Courtney Cox 100K to keep her mouth shut. She's like, I'll I'll keep my mouth shut either way. Take me with you. Take me with you. Fucking no, lady. The cops show up. I'm gonna skip the scene because it has really nothing interesting going on. They bluff their way out of the whole fucking thing, but it involves it boils down to Courtney Cox forcing herself to Kurt to Kurt or for Kurt Russell to take her with him yeah. up to Twin Falls with the money. She's constantly getting information out of him as well. Costner gets there. He finds that there's no money. Shit, motherfucker. So he stops at a gas station the next day after drinking heavily in the car and finds a gross guy porking a teenage girl. I don't know if she's... I don't know what's going on here, but uh-huh. it's icky. It's icky, I guess. She seems not happy about it. Like like sex trade or sex traffic know. kind of girl like you would see in another movie. Maybe. But then she is quite randy like she does some nasty nasty shit like asian porno levels of nasty shit to kevin costner that would imply to me 
that she does like it with the old man. I don't know if she's getting paid or what's going on. She's, she's not getting paid by Kevin Costner. No, well, she's getting a ride. Oh. Ass, grass, or whatever. Gas. Gas, and she's only got the one thing. <laughs> but on the way out, he kills the owner and then blows the motherfucker up. Why does he blow the gas station up? Because he's crazy. Okay. Uh, I'm going with he did it because he left some pubic hairs in the bathroom. <laughs> He's getting rid of DNA. He doesn't blow the gas station up, though. He blows up the gas pumps. Would they have a plane on top of him for direct decoration? The building's still there. It's you know what? Why do you care? They saved the bubble gum. Because it draws attention. If yeah. you're a fucking criminal, you don't just go blowing up shit that doesn't need to be fucking blown up. Otherwise, the cops are... Somebody's going to be driving by and be like motherfucker that gas station got exploded now if you just pull over for gas and you ring the bell and nobody shows up you're like there's a chance that you're gonna be like well what the fuck nobody's here all right well i'm bailing you hide the body n- n- nobody's the wiser you blow the fucking thing up people are the cop the feds are gonna come in and be like oh hey we found kevin costner's pubes now we know and because they-, they got quantico and dna the fucking rinky dink mollier county dickheads don't well, your county's in Oregon. Yeah. Uh, whatever county, McLaren County. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. They don't know shit. It's dumb. You shouldn't have blown the place No, you shouldn't have blown the place Because they do. The feds show up immediately after him blowing right. the place up. They're like, and then you're introduced to Kevin Pollack and Thomas Hayden Church, comedian fed cops. Ooh, I never even made the connection, but to abbreviate his name, I just wrote him down as THC. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Lowell from Wings. Lowell from Wings. <laughs> Thomas Hayden Church is a funny guy. He is a funny guy. This movie doesn't allow him to no, shine. No, it doesn't. Nor Kevin Pollock, who is also no, a funny guy. Also a funny guy. Uh, Kevin Costa runs into a group of bikers he knows. And he's like, hey, where are you headed? I don't know. Any place but here. Take this stupid blowjob chick off my hands. Guy. Get your bubble gum. You ever been to Reno? Get your bubble gum. She's excited. She's jacked. She's going to Reno. She's going to get trained. She is going to get trained on the way to Reno. Clearly. That's why, like, dude, no matter what this grody old gas station attendant guy was doing to you, it is not going to be as bad as what is going to happen to this to you with this about to happen. Yeah, the bikers are not. Hmm. She was all about it. Sure. He she's... didn't save her. He gave her a ride. To more butt sex. Yep. She liked it. Yes, she did. Kurt Russell's bonding with the kid. Yeah. Yeah. Tough guys, right, kid? Yeah. Let's smoke. Yeah. And uh, Courtney Cox steals his fucking car, or her car, and the money, leaving the kid with Kurt Russell. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I think it gets, goes back including in, my child to the plan that the kid is trained up at this point to know to stick around a certain place until she comes back for him, probably. Uh, but the kid is This is my own interpretation of the film now. He's decided he likes Kurt Russell. Or maybe it's her plan to keep Kurt Russell is to leave the kid with him. So he is supposed, according to you, this child is supposed to sit in this diner in just outside of Vegas until she gets back from fucking Twin Falls because she doesn't stop 
until she gets to Twin Falls, Sam. No, the diner's already like, I don't even know where they're at. It's not before jackpot. Huh. It's a long ass ways away. You can't leave your fucking kid in a diner while you go fucking try to fence some money with a guy you don't even know. Yeah. That's not even her plan because she doesn't even know about the fence until she gets in the car, pulls open his wallet, Kurt Russell's wallet, and sees the card for the fence with the password. No, he she pumped him for that information earlier. Yeah. She did. All right. Well, she doesn't have the password until she steals his wallet. Yes. Again. Right. Uh, this is not her plan. She ditches that kid. Yeah. In the name of money. I think she's going to come back for him. At the diner? When? <laughs> Sometime in that town. So he's just going to wander the streets? Yeah, he can He can survive on his own for a couple days. He's a good pit pocket, dude. Yeah. He, oh, he does better than Kurt Russell. Oh, man. You are making a... Bad def- her her defense is better than your guys's defense. Why well, the <laughs> kid lifts four hundred dollars from some dude at the next gas station they're at? Yeah, well, ugh. okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, Jackie, see, I've got a I've got a note here. THC reveals Costner is Elvis's illegitimate kid. It's in the fucking film. I don't know how you didn't get that. It wasn't in the Wikipedia. No. no. Uh. He gets pulled over, Kevin Costner, by the sheriff's department. <laughs> this is my note. Costner gets pulled over by sheriff dipshit. I need to be shot. Yeah. <laughs> First name dipshit. Last name. I need to be shot. I need. I called him quick draw cop. This guy. This does. This whole. Scene, this is one of those things that, like, if the movie was just shit like this, it would be amazing. It would be amazing. He pulls. He stops out of the car. Is just the biggest of buttholes flinging his gun around, spinning the chamber. Yeah, he doesn't even go license and registration. He just gets out. Costner gets he out. He starts against his car. Starts twirling around a pistol sideways, and then gives him the eye like, "You ready to go? Yeah, we're gonna fucking throw down, buddy. This isn't. This isn't. Uh, you speed here. Well, it's a gunfight at high noon. <laughs> Hope you got a gun. Yeah, guy. I don't know. Great day. No, nice day. Great day. Great day. And then gets fucking dead. <laughs> and then Kevin Costner walks over and shoots him one more time, uh, just to be sure. Oh, Jesus. What a dumb fuck. The Kurt, Kurt and the kids steal a car, and uh, so they're on their way to follow Courtney Cox, and she calls John Lovitz. Hey, it's John Lovitz. John He's Lovitz. He's the fence. Uh, I'm going to show up coming up there. So she does. Uh, but so right afterwards, so does Costner. Costner gets there first. Yep. Kills. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Costner right. gets there first. Okay. Costner shows up at John Lovitz's right after he gets off the phone with, uh, Courtney Cox and, uh, he gives him some tough guy intimidation act that sucks. And, uh, Lovitz's comedy routine is no good. It's no good. Mm-mm. Courtney Cox shows up and Costner pretends that he's this Peterson guy, the fence like, oh yeah, that's me. I'm the guy. All right. <laughs> Hand me that money. Mm. Yep. Yep. She's not good at crime. Kurt Russell shows up as well. Hmm. He finds Peterson dead. With, with arrows. With the secretary that he's been boning. Yeah. In Mexico. I still have was I was not able to determine whether it was his secretary, his wife, or his secretary wife. 
No, he told he said, I told my wife that I'm going to Africa on these safaris. I buy these animals from somebody else while I take my my secretary to Mexico. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So she's just the secretary. Yes. Yeah. He is Steven Seagal. Uh, a kid gives Kurt Russell an idea. Hey, why don't you call the cops and report your car stolen? Because this entire time, Kevin Costner has been driving Kurt Russell's car. Sure. Oh, shit. That's a hell of an idea. So he does. And he's captured immediately because this is the only time the police actually do something in the they movie. They just walk up and they're like, hey, you're that guy that stole all that money. No, they don't. They go, you're they the guy that stole him. this car. That's... Because they don't search the vehicle, otherwise they would find a lot of things, including a live person in the fucking trunk. But no, 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 I'm talking about Kurt Russell. Oh, yeah, they also do the same thing with him. Hey, you're the guy that stole this car. That's it? That's it. They're both Grand Theft. That's oh, all. brother. Well, they both end up in uh, Boise Municipal Jail, which if you've never been to Boise and assume that this is the Boise Municipal Jail, there's no such place. And this is not, not our jail either way. No. <laughs> This movie was not filmed at any time in Boise. Anywhere near Boise. Kurt Russell gets bail. It's from the kid. He's going to blackmail him into a partnership because he wants to, him to be his dad, like the Terminator or something. I don't know. <laughs> he opened the trunk, and sure enough, Courtney Cox is in the trunk of the car. Good job, police work. Yeah. No shit. Jesus they didn't Christ. search or the good, car. Good job, Courtney Cox, for not making noise or anything, just laying there being like, well, I guess we'll see where this ride goes. It's better than the butt sex I had from Kurt Russell. Yeah, well, either way, it's damn fu- damn not fine police work. I've had some bumpy rides, but at least this tire iron in my ass is not as painful. And she was the one that chose the Kurt Russell business, so. <laughs> uh, she defends leaving the kid with him, not as he's going to be okay because I've taught him things. I left him with you, Mr guy stranger whose name i may or may not know he's it, like are you tom or mike she's like i didn't leave him with a stranger i left him with you like that's not fucking same thing dude you boned him twice you don't know this guy you barely you, you may not know his name the kid's more resourceful than either one of them so it doesn't matter yeah i guess that's true uh but it's it's implying that she was thinking of the child like i had the child's best interest in mind i'm doing when this i'm stealing your money him. And becoming a millionaire. And laughing maniacally as I drive down the highway with my top off. Yeah, I don't. Huh, that's thinking of the kid? Yep. Okay. She confesses that she, she doesn't, it's not just like, I love you. It's true love. She fell in love with him at first sight. I knew you were, we are soulmates, bro. Brah. Uh, I'm saying, using the word brah. Because I I really don't know your first name. But we're soulmates. Are you Tom or Mike? Or Steve. No, Steve was last week. Steve. Steve's who I fell in love with last week. Steve is my previous soulmate who From died in a week. traffic accident that was suspicious. That I killed him. Fred. Uh, Fred. You're Fred? No, Fred was the week before I poisoned him. I mean, I didn't poison him. He ate some bad mashed potatoes and died. Bad. They were very bad. He died. <laughs> And I stole his car and drove down the road maniacally laughing while not having a top on. Yeah, it's a thing. In the name of my child. It's all for him. (laughs) Great parenting. He's like, whatever, lady. Don't care. I'm out. Bye-bye. Good luck to you. Not even good luck to you. Just bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye. 
So she's brokenhearted. I guess she's just going to head back to the shitty motel. They're drifting at this point. Mm-hmm. They're not going back to Vegas. Fuck that. They're too far away. Yeah, I guess. Well, Costner sees her and the kid driving away. So he chases after, bumps bumps the car quite a bit, jostles it, uh, drives it up on a guardrail at one point. It would appear to me that this car is pretty fucked up. The car is pretty fucked up. And it eventually, it ends in her crashing. And uh, he nabs the kid. This is I'm, this is how I'm going to get that cash back is this kid. Gonna nab the only competent member of this crew. Yeah, the only way you're ever going to see your kid again is you got to go find the money and set up a little exchange. Sure. Okay. She finds Kurt at his boat because she knows where that's at, I guess. He takes him there. Before? Yeah. When? Right before he tells him to fuck off. I thought they were just outside of Twin Falls. No, because that's when he's lifting up the Elvis. They're in fucking Seattle now. Yeah, Mount Vernon. Above Seattle, an hour north. He's having a conversation with her, and he pulls out the gold record, and he realizes it's Elvis's boat at that point. Hmm. Hey, Jackie, I've got another note. Uh Uh-oh, looks like Kurt is Elvis's bastard, too. Okay, I got that one. Okay. Uh, They call up THC and KP. Thomas Hayden Church and Kevin Pollack, for those that aren't paying attention, stop working, listen to the podcast. It's, it's better than work. Yeah. Shit's going down at Mount Vernon. Midnight at the docks. Be there. Bring backup. Kevin Custer, he is like, I'm going to fucking bring backup. I got fucking motherfucking iced tea. I Wait. thought I told you to bring a couple of dudes. This guy is a couple of dudes. Is that lemonade? No, it's iced tea, motherfucker. In the pot. Seven, seven, seven. <laughs> what was that? I can't talk very well. Just, okay. <laughs> Stop doing it then. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that he really even talks during this movie. <laughs> he doesn't. Not really. It's probably my favorite iced tea <laughs> yeah. performance of all time. It's, it's real good. <laughs> so it becomes a Mexican standoff after the exchange. And uh, there's some blah, blah, blah monologue. Who who cares? There's no money in the bag. Ah, fooled you. It's just newspaper with a fucking scorpion, which sucks. It It doesn't go anywhere. The scorpion, you're like, he had to pep talk the scorpion to stay towards the top of the fake cash so that he could sting him. So this is the scorpion from the beginning of the movie, right? Yeah, I guess so. That's what I'm thinking. They've just been packing this fucking scorpion across America. In his pocket. That's so dumb. Yeah. It's really dumb. Also that he can sting him on his own scorpion tattoo. He also has a scorpion belt buckle, but the scorpion stinger thing wouldn't go through the belt buckle, so they had to go with the wrist tattoo. But he doesn't die from it. Well, scorpions in North America aren't deadly. Or it doesn't even seem like it bothers him that much. It bothers him a little bit. He just goes, ooh. I've been stung by a scorpion. It's unbelievable. It it stings like fire for about three minutes, and then it kind of goes away. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Fine. Whatever. It's dumb. It's unnecessary. should be in the movie, but whatever. Shoot out! With the marshals. And boy, howdy. Oh, wait. You have to stop. (laughs) Because the shootout doesn't happen right away. What happens first? So Kevin Costner goes, that's right, Kurt Russell. Mm. You're going to go home in a body bag and then shoots him with a shotgun and he falls over the the deck. That would be the beginning of a shootout. The beginning. Well, it's more. I was thinking shootout. I was thinking shootout with the police, FBI guys. The cops shoot Kurt Russell or the the 
cops. Uh, I've got a note here that this is how this whole thing's going to go unless you guys want to add anything to it. Well, the, shooty, shooty. Shooty, shooty. It's very shooty. Mm-hmm. We, I need to mention that Thomas Hayden Church, who's the cowboy half of the law enforcement team with Kevin Pollack, has special SWAT cowboy gear. That's true. He does. And he looks pretty badass in it. Oh, yeah. Many bullets fly. Kurt Russell, at one point, is about to get shot, and Howie Long's like, I've always loved you! No, and not Kurt Russell, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner's yeah. about to get shot, and Howie Long's like, I've always loved you, and dives in front of the bullets. He does, and then huh. Costner's like, not nah, Jack! I like him for some reason. Okay, <laughs> that's an odd one. Hmm. Then Ice-T pulls the fucking chandelier fan, bullet fan from Pol- Punisher Warzone This out. is even more so because but it goes he's, over the top with it. It's a compound chandelier because it slides. So he's he's like slides at least 30 feet in one direction while twirling and shooting. I've got this one down as the upside down sliding sprinkler gun. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a very effective maneuver. Except for it's totally not. You wouldn't because hit the anything. Punisher doesn't get fucking dead. Ice T gets shot to shit. <laughs> yeah, dude, they shoot him to shit, and I start laughing. And then he's like <laughs> laying there, for, uh, like suspended from oh. the ceiling. You know, just floppy. Couple guys, huh? Yeah. You, you point at how how he longs dead body, and th- this guy really. <laughs> you should have seen the two guys that would have brought. They they, they would have just done the mechanism. <laughs> it was Jay and Silent Bob, and you know yeah. that they're not any good. <laughs> One on top of the other's shoulders, both shooting anything that was not a person. Mechashiva, Mechashiva. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> No, I don't know that Ice even hits anybody. I don't either. When he does his little thing, his twirly bird thing. It is a spectacle of stupidity. <laughs> uh, in the end, Kevin Costner gets shot after not giving up. Ugh, what a tough guy. Goes out in a blaze of glory. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> no, he doesn't. And then you get Kevin Pollack and uh, Thomas Hayden Church show up, and Kevin Pollack's like, I wanted that one alive. And Thomas Hayden Church is like, Glad I got to shoot that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I would not have. I would have fought it out too. Good for him. Good like, for him. Like so. Okay. Adding a, you know the result. THC. What the fuck, man? He just likes shooting good, people. Good for him. But no, he's cheering him. Yeah. It's not that he. I'm glad that I shot him. He's saying I'm glad that he didn't quit. Yeah. Because I got to that shoot him. Me- <laughs> because that means he's awesome, and that's what I would have done too. And I'll I, never give up, I, even if it means clearly I'm going to end up in a pile of dead. Yeah, he likes hunting spirited men. It's not that he likes <laughs> hunting men; it's that he thinks that that's what he would do. Yeah, uh-huh. it's stupid. It's even stupider than what you think. Uh, Kurt Russell's okay. Yay! Another bulletproof vest. Whoa! What a twist. Uh, Courtney Cox picks him up in an ambulance. They Steals get, the ambulance. Yeah, they, she has the money. Uh, they get to the boat, and they fucking go to Melbourne, Australia, I guess. And you find out that the boat's name is Graceland, yeah. and it still wasn't fucking 3,000 miles from anywhere. 2,385 miles. From yep. Graceland was 2,300 miles from Graceland. Yeah, it's from Las, from Las Vegas. I don't know. Well, she goes, where did you get the boat? And he goes, my dad left it to me. I never even met the guy. Craigslist. Going to Graceland, Graceland. That song didn't even appear in this movie. No, because that's, that's Paul, Paul Simon. Simon. And Paul Simon's got class. He does. He would never let that song go into this piece he of turd. Not at all. All right, let's get to the uh, questions, the keep an eye out for questions from the Prelude episode. Starting with the least plausible event, I'm going to start with Sam. 
International Elvis Convention. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> what? You, that's what? probably a real thing. It's not a real thing. I bet thing. you that's a real thing. Yeah, I'm looking it up. Fuck no. I bet you that's totally a fucking thing. Yeah, they're just there all the time. The Elvis impersonators? Yeah, oh, I bet like you there's a low a, level. Uh, now, a week is a little much. Day or weekend, I, I think that that's. I don't think they have I guarantee it. you that there's an Elvis impersonator uh, competition. Meetup. Meet champion, the championship of Elvis impersonation and knowing Las Vegas and how oh. they make everything bigger. It's it's a, a whole thing. Is it called the International Elvis Convention? Uh, yeah. That doesn't Hold on. sound convincing to me. Uh, 2016 Ultimate Elvis Tribute Artist Contest Competitors Pampador. That is not an international I Elvis convention. I guarantee you that there is people, 100% promise, that there is people from all walks sure. of life it's internationally a, showing up to win It's that. a contest, not a fucking trade show. It's, they didn't say it's a trade That's show. That's what a convention is. Uh, no. no, dude, this a was a contest. A convention of people. It has a contest. That's it has, a conference is what you're talking about. A convention just means that a I bunch of people know. get together. It's a very large group as a convention. It's hocus pocus. I think that's not least plausible. Vetoed. Jackie? Uh, the first sex scene with Kurt Russell and Courtney Cox. It's pretty unplausible. Yeah, that's a... Uh, it's impossible. That's a 180 penis bend. It's not least plausible. It's impossible. <laughs> yeah, no. That's a broken dick or a really sore butthole. I've got one better. Because we know it to not be fact. It's not very sexy. But they say they get sentenced in Boise County. Boise County is not where Boise, Boise is at. Is, yeah. That's Ada County. So we know that that's not plausible at all because it's just pure fiction. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> I also got uh, Courtney Cox falling in love with uh, Kurt Russell. That's quite not believable. Uh, he's a dipshit. Uh, why the fuck are you in love with him? Because he has $3.2 million. And then just iced tea in general. But I'm going with you. The butt sex thing doesn't make any kind right. of sense. Uh, next up is worst line. Jackie, you start. All right. I have two that mm -hmm. I, because I couldn't decide on just one. Uh, the first one was blow your head onto the wall like a cherry pie. Yeah. Okay. But said by the kid, Ooh. not by Kurt Russell, because that was just like. There was no wall there. No. Yeah. Like. Shut up, you little dipshit. Yeah, whatever, kid. And my second one was, was he really your dad? As Howie Long dies to Kevin hey. Costner. And Kevin Costner never answers him. <laughs> He's just like, fuck. I loved you in Firestorm. Yeah, so those are my two lines. I loved you in Revenge. <sighs> Sam? I have to take it from the credit sequence, the outtake, the lone outtake, when Kevin Costner turns to... <laughs> Uh, Kurt Russell and says, you're going back to the future. <laughs> <laughs> and they all start laughing. And it's not funny. It's like, you're an idiot. It's you're like, so dumb. Idiot. Dude, that is the probably the only good outtake that they could actually put That's in. That's the only outtake, period. Yeah, because could, the rest oh. of it was, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah, no shit. Pulling out each other's wieners and comparing sizes. Uh, mine's the golden rule. I think it sucks. It sucks. Mm. Whoever's got the nickel plated makes the rules. But I'm going with you. You win, Sam. <laughs> that shit sucked so bad. Are you kidding? That's funny, really, right now. Uh, worst Elvis. Uh, the worst one. Oh, mm -hmm. am I going first or is it Sam again? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. There you go. I think Kevin Costner was the worst Elvis. I think he dread had the look ish. 
except for his stupid balding head uh, and his stupid fucking face. Yeah. But his clothes and his sideburns were great. But as far as his Elvisness, not what? No, you are no way near what? Huh? Yeah. You are, you are Elvis's doppelganger, buddy. That would imply that he was just like Elvis. No, that, that would imply that he looks just like Elvis. Looks- is the opposite internally. That is a doppelganger. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Twin. You're right. He looking in the mirror and you see you see the same thing, but it's not the same thing. Uh, Sammy, I I think Costner's the worst too. Okay. I'm going with David Arquette. That's a very fine choice. He because doesn't... he's doing those moves and he farts. Mm-hmm. And then he gets the Elvis outfit on. Which we know is not what Elvis do. Because if when Elvis does moves and farts, he dies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's why David Arquette's not the best Elvis. He didn't die immediately from The only fart. time we've ever known Elvis to <laughs> fart, he died from he it. Died so. from it. <laughs> oh, my God. Totally not true. <laughs> Elvis only pooped the one time <laughs> the to, one death. to death. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, uh, best Elvis. I'm going with Bukim Woodbine. Okay, all because right. he dies first. Uh, <laughs> Actually, he just doesn't fuck it up near as much <laughs> as anybody else by keeping his mouth shut. Best Elvis. Yeah. Much. Oh, that's the best Elvis. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, we're on best Elvis now. I I want to talk about my best Elvis. Yeah, go. Excellent. Any other guy than any of the five that were in the Cadillac. I, I'm going with any guy that they cut to on the stage. Ab- yep. Winners. Okay. Yep. The, I, specifically, the guy in the red jumpsuit. Oh, yeah, he was great. He was yeah, he a was good Elvis good. impersonator. And he had great hair yeah, for absolutely. the Elvis stuff. I mean, he was probably the best one in the whole movie. Absolutely. Good for him. <laughs> Probably wasn't <laughs> paid go, for no appearing namer. in this film. No. Hopefully he won the Elvis competition, though. Okay, questions. Why put the Cadillac in the drink? Oh. They already know it's in Boise. It doesn't matter if you leave it in a parking lot. Why put it in the water? I don't know. It's been reported stolen in the town that you just tossed it in a river. Just leave it there. Uh, that one's easy, Sam. Insurance. Insurance fraud. Uh, beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, boop. hello Geico uh, yeah my car was stolen again believe it or not don't know what happened to it but if you ever find it uh, specifically in a river uh, it was probably stolen by a drunk guy and driven into a river not me I was busy uh, banging a lady with her kid I've got uh, uh, <laughs> alibi here not me sure not me write me a check for what are we thinking 30,000 30,000 after the seven-year statute of limitations for grand theft. Right. That and then, uh, then we're good. Because I stole a Dodge. That is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll pay that guy back. <laughs> Cut him some of the insurance money. Right. You guy co can do that. Okay, Jackie. So, Kurt Russell is the only one that I can confirm. I don't. I'm just going to agree to disagree with you. Um, that was actually Elvis's son. Yes. So how is it that he was a broke-ass criminal mm-hmm. and doesn't have any money? Because I disagree with Sam. I think that they were both illegitimate children, and he's the only one that everybody knows is illegitimate, but that doesn't qualify for Elvis's inheritance. You had to be an actual child, is my take But how on does that he get scenario. the boat, then? Heisted it? 
No, no he said just, that his dad left it to him no, and he never even met the guy. He left it to him when he died on the toilet. Like, <laughs> it's just in furs, and that's my boat, so he steals it. Just like that's my $3.2 million, so he steals uh, it. I don't know. That's I don't my, know about that I had the same question as how much of a fuck-up is Mike. If he's legitimately been given inheritance of the he's estate. A, he's a pretty big fuck-up, if that's the case. Yeah, because they talked about the... It was like 15 years before when they went for the... Or twenty years before that, when they went for the to go try to claim the estate share, so he's had it. He's been a fuck up criminal the entire time when he was rich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes no fucking sense. None at all. He's a dipshit. He just stole three point two million dollars. He already had forty. Yep, absolutely. Uh, were you guys sad when Kurt Russell was still alive at the end? <laughs> Yes, mostly. Mostly. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, he's going to use his dying breath to be like, take my boat. And then, no, he was, I'm wearing a bulletproof vest. Fuck. Again, with the bulletproof vest? Come on, dude. I would have liked a a post-credit sequence where we find out that Ice-T made it, and then they do (laughs) a spinoff sequel. Uh, My last question, my only question really is, now, here's where we lose... I some number of fans. I'll I'll go ahead and disclaim this. Uh, does Elvis suck? No, no. Is I Elvis like Elvis. Super cool though. Uh, you know, it's always been one thing that it's like he was proclaimed the king of rock and roll. I think before rock and roll had really fully gestated. Sure. Uh so it's like the title of the king, whatever. It's like uh, declaring uh, Grandmaster Flash as the king of rap before there is even rap. Be, yeah, sort of a, that same thing. Uh, but at the same time, like, I just don't have any problem with his music or his career. People loved him. Uh, I can he listen to He was very it. generous. Okay. No, I I'm not really saying, like, like sucks the as a person. I just mean, like, to have this level of worship. It seems odd, but at the same time, I just, I'm fine with it. And I loved the jumpsuits. I love the jumpsuits. I guess I really like I Star would, Trek. I would wear those jumpsuits. I, I think those jumpsuits fucking are fucking great. Yeah, fucking yeah. fantastic. I don't care if he was trying to give Liberace a run for his money. That man could pull off a jumpsuit. Yeah. And he did it well. Looked great. Yeah. And you know what? Most people, men or women, do not look good in a jumpsuit. Right. No, he, they, he looks fucking great. Yeah. All right. I'm just, I just, the Elvis lifestyle just makes zero sense to me at all but because I, the weirdest thing that i think i've ever seen with the elvis stuff is probably when i was in the plates that's pretty weird well yeah. i was in whitby england mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they had this gift shop and we walked in there and there was a whole section of elvis stuff yeah again with the international unquestionable there's people there from every continent Pretending to be Elvis. And there are just people that are just milling around. I mean, they're buying this shit, Mm -hmm. like the plates and the little jewelry boxes Eh. with his face on it. And it's Eh. just, Eh. and everybody's like, oh, Elvis. And I'm like, what? We're in in some seaside town in England. It was a little insulting to me, though, as an American, uh, because it was like, oh, nothing's more American than Elvis. And I was like, you know what? Fuck you. I barely like Elvis. I mean, I do like Elvis. Don't get me wrong. But I barely like Elvis. He is not... Apple pie to me, but no. most people consider him to be apple pie, and I just don't get it. I don't understand the attraction. I think he was a. I think he was an icon. That's the thing is that. He, so was Elizabeth Taylor. You don't see her fucking mug not, on fridge magnets. Well, you know she didn't poop to death. That's one of the problems. Mm. Yeah, she died of natural causes of old age, and so we don't idolize that. Like of Marilyn Monroe, far if she, too many dicks. 
if Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe, Monroe yeah, but if you don't she, see her fucking mug all over the place. You yeah, do. you do. Now you do. If she would have died of old age, mm-hmm. there is no way that she would have been as famous as she yeah. has continued to be. Mm-hmm. Like big sexy hair products just bought her image mm. to sell hair care products. Mm. That was a fun fact for you. And even though Elvis is like at the end, his career may have started to decline. That's like the opposite tip of Mount Everest in terms of merchandising popularity. And he died pretty much at the peak. I mean, yeah. it's it's an he's an icon machine. Okay, it's not it's not uh, the the choice of a generation that I would make. But uh, I guess you guys have done a fair job of arguing people's attraction to it. Huh? Yeah, I like Elvis. I do too. Uh, I also said I liked Elvis. I just don't understand the. You don't have to dick. get it. Yeah, I understand it because of the icon. Okay. Yeah. Final recommendations on Three Thousand Miles to Graceland. Fuck no. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. No. Okay. Oh, God. Jackie, it's your pick next week. It will be your Christmas pick. Is it a uh, surprise? Yes. Okay. That's my surprise music for. I haven't found the one I want to do. I want to do He Man and She Were Christmas again, but I'm pretty sure that one's going to get vetoed. Well, we already did it once. You already did I know. It. And that's why it's probably going to get vetoed. Yeah, it's but it vetoed. Is, you have to do a new one. It is one of my favorites. I'll just watch it. But by don't yourself. worry, I'm going to dig through my pile of Christmas crap. Santa with muscles. <laughs> I'm going to dig through my pile I'm of Christmas jingle goodies. Jingle all the way. Yeah, jingle all the way. <laughs> and I'm going to find just the right one. Silent Night, Deadly Night. <laughs> no, we're not watching that one. It's fucking awesome. Okay, uh, check it out. Uh, that'll be our Christmas special for the year. Enjoy it, and uh, in the meantime, get to your 59 There was a chopper catalog. in this movie. There yeah. was a chopper. Yeah, that's true. The escape chopper. Yeah, get to your Howie Long piloted chopper. Oh, wait, I want to sing us out. <clears throat> I'll have a blue Christmas without you. Do you have a built-in phaser effect? <laughs> Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.